Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hi. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Oh, you know. Oh, Amanda. <laughs> so we're on, we're on day two of school over here. Uh-huh. You're supposed to be on week two. Uh-huh. But tell us what's what's happening in your world over in Chester County. Oh, my gosh, Brooke. Has it's this been national news yet? It has. It okay. has. But I don't think the people, the people realize just how bananas it is here right now. Mm-hmm. So basically, okay. last Thursday, a prisoner escaped from Chester County Prison, which he is sure just did. about a mile and a half from Isabel's school maybe less. Um, And so that day we got notified, like phones start buzzing, everything that this escape prisoners happened. The kids are going to be on lockdown. Fine. No problem. They're going to nab this guy and we will get on with our lives. It's day seven, Brooke, and they haven't found him. And our lives have been completely turned upside down. So helicopters buzzing overhead, Schools canceled, cheer practice canceled, um, and there's tons of sightings of him. Like every day he's broken into several homes to get supplies, and he's a very dangerous person. He's wanted for murder in Brazil. Mm -hmm. He murdered um, his ex-girlfriend, and uh, it's terrifying. Super terrifying, Mm -hmm. and I cannot believe that there's been, like, local sightings of this guy. (laughs) They still haven't got him. I mean, listen, I'm no no investigator, but, like, Mm -hmm. come on now. It's the it's, kids got to go to school. <laughs> I know. I know. I, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you do think like with the dogs and with the night vision and the infrared, but it's also, it's incredibly crazy, crazy terrain. Like I saw a visual of like, this is what we're trying to look through. And it was basically just like a thick, thick, thick blanket of woods, like yeah. from above. You know, so yeah, they even closed Longwood Gardens and then he was caught on like a trail cam. Yes. Oh, man. I believe Longwood Gardens is probably closed again today. And that's that's intense for them because it was Labor Day weekend and <sighs> holiday and all of that. But I have become a detective. Ooh, yes. I can hear the helicopter right now. I have become a detective. I actually just shared the screen with you, Brooke. I've... <laughs> I've learned so much. So I am now a subscriber to Flight Radar 24. Where of you course can you are. See, of course you are. <laughs> where you can see, although I'm in my seven-day trial, I was hoping to cancel it, you know, within the seven-day trial, but I don't know. Um, and so you can actually see who, who are the helicopters overhead. Are they news helicopters? Are they police helicopters? You can actually see their flight path. So I just showed you. I can see where it's circling. And it's, it's basically your it's neighborhood up, above mm-hmm. my head. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, like yesterday we were hearing, so they have a recording of his mother, like she from Brazil, she made a recording in Portuguese of her, him, her like begging him to surrender. Like I heard that from the helicopter yesterday, like, <laughs> like it's in Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've also started watching live Twitter feeds, Brooke. Oh, Amanda. Okay. Yeah. So we need to pull it back a little bit. Are you yes. getting? I mean, yeah, we absolutely do. Um, I need a hobby. Um, and you know, I was watching live Twitter feeds of these sort of like you know, aren't like these journalists that are camped out and they've got like their sources and they're getting texts from their sources and it's kind of fa- it's kind of fascinating. Kind of fascinating, but we do hope it's over soon. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. are you even letting Junie out? Like, what are you doing? 
Well, you know how my neighborhood is. It's pretty yeah. open. Like, it, That's there's true. not a lot of... So I, I mean, he's very close to here, but I don't... Like, a lot of the houses that he's breaking into are in heavily, heavily wooded areas. Yeah. But, you know, like, her best friend lives on a 28-acre farm, wooded farm, that is mm-hmm. exactly where they are searching for him right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think a, a, a friend of mine brought up a, a funny um, but very true point yesterday. Like, don't play his mothers, please. <laughs> like, put these mothers to the job because you need something that's going to drive this guy to surrender. We've got third graders uh, playing recorders. We've got kids <laughs> fighting at each other. Which is in a form of torture like they play babies crying uh-huh. in uh, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Prisoners uh-huh. of war. Yep. So I think that's how we're going to just like get the moms out there. We'll figure this out. We'll have this guy caught in like two hours. Yeah. And I do think that Junie could be helpful. I mean, you've seen what it's like when you walk through the door. Like you're essentially you've been attacked. Like, well, she's you, an attack dog. She's yeah. an attack dog of licking. And I do feel like they would just basically find him in the woods like being licked to death by Junie. Yeah. <laughs> It was to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it was really funny this morning because, as you know, I'm doing the Forfeit app, which is challenging me to do things that I want to do or else I lose money. And one mm-hmm. of them is meditating. And so when I went to open up, I do the Daily Calm in the Calm app. And so every day it's kind of a different meditation. I don't know what it's going to be. And today it was forest bathing. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Not this forest. <laughs> not, not bathing in any forest today. Oh my, my man is out there bathing in the forest, and I'm well, not planning on joining him. Let's hope that by the time this episode is live tomorrow, he's caught and you can be back to your normal life. But yeah, crazy times here in, in our area. I mean, it, it has an effect. You know, I only live 25 minutes away from you but like he's not in delaware county so we've we've been uh we were able to start school as scheduled yesterday nice so far seeing all the back to school pictures up from everybody i know and like i will say my kids are pretty easy in the morning at this point like they got themselves their breakfast before I was even out of bed today they you know like can get their own water and pack their own snacks But it is still, like, there's just a level of exhaustion of, like, following the clock so closely, which is something we didn't have to do all summer, really. Yeah. Um, And getting everybody out the door and happy. And, yeah, so we've had a, you know, it's only, again, day two here. But, yeah. We had some good mornings. It's also my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, Fran. Fran, happy birthday. You know know. she's going to have a birthday cake and freeze part of it. (laughs) She absolutely is. I would expect nothing less. Yes. She's like, taking... why? I don't even need a birthday cake. I could just unfreeze the one from last year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am taking, well, it's like a wedding cake. You save the top, <laughs> top tier of your wedding cake for a year. Fran can save that for years. Mm. Um, just got lots of uh, plastic wrap on there. No, it's funny. She came to the pool with me a couple times this last week because we still had a bunch of guest passes left. And, um, you know, the pool is now closed for the season. And so I was like, please come as much as you want. And she was talking to some of my friends and like, okay, I have some questions about the freezing. <laughs> like they know that she's the freezing <laughs> expert. Oh my god. That's gosh. funny. I wonder what she would have said about the kale. You know how I was like debating whether or not I should blanch the kale. And I think I she, think would, she would just tell you to not eat kale. <laughs> I think she would just be, be like, like, no. I know. I know how to solve this. Don't eat kale. Yeah. My frozen kale is coming in is coming in handy though. I did my future self a favor and it's coming in handy. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. Good. Fran believes in vegetables. She does not believe in fruit. She thinks that even the natural sugars are a fruit are not good for you. I've been debating for years. So you know, she wouldn't agree with freezing fruit. She would say it's not <laughs> worth it because she doesn't believe in fruit. She doesn't but, believe in fruit. She does. Is she a very healthy eater? No. Oh, I mean, she's fine, but like she she thinks fruit has just as much sugar as like things okay. with added sugar. Okay, I'm like it's a little different, but you know what? Okay, sometimes you just you know you it's just agree fine. to disagree. Yep. Agree to disagree. So I don't uh-huh. know what she would say about the kale, but I can ask her. Please do. Um, yeah, I'm Please excited, Amanda. That into your lunch conversation. I will for sure. <laughs> 
I'm excited that it turns out that you and I are going to get to kind of see the Taylor Swift concert <gasps> movie together, oh, or at I least know. the same theater at the same time. I don't know where your seats are, but um, yeah, big news last week out of the Taylor Swift world, the concert, um, the Eras Tour filmed concert. Love. Yes. This is what I love about you, Brooke. It's just like you've got the the the, the inside scoop. I don't have to do this work. You were just like, we are going to the movies. Here is the link for the exact day, the exact theater, and the exact time. There are tickets available. Purchase now. You Join just us. you gave it to me on a silver platter. I clicked the link. I made things happen. I bought. I think I bought five tickets for a couple moms, a couple friends, you know, nice. a couple kids. And I think, I mean, the theater was still pretty empty and I could see groups of tickets. I think we're like probably in the row right before you. Amazing. Yes. We got last row because I had to think ahead and be like, we're going to want to dance. We're going to want to dance, so, right? yeah, me and Paige and a couple of her friends and her mom are go- or their mom are going to sit in the last row and then we're going to have friends sprinkled all throughout the theater. Super excited. And it's like a low stakes way for Paige to like understand what a concert is because yes. she still doesn't fully understand the scale. Like I tried to explain it to her when when she at first was upset that I wasn't bringing her to Taylor Swift. I was like, I think you'd hate it. Like it's 70,000 right. people. It's very loud. It's long. So yes. I think this is like a good low stakes, you know, $13.13 yeah. because. I know. My uh, Isabel was so excited. She was good. so excited about the movie. I thought she'd be like, oh, my God, but I wish we could. She was so excited about it. Oh, I was like, oh, my perfect. God. $16. You can take bathroom breaks, get yes. snacks, Amazing. no crowds. I know. See, I don't really like crowds that much. No. So I'm excited. Okay. So Are this you has... planning your outfit? That's what I need to know. Well, yes, and... I'm going to need your assistance because we are thinking about being Taylor Swift, not me, Isabel, for Halloween. <gasps> so this is where you come in, Brooke. Okay. I can help. This is this is your this is your zone of genius. Okay. okay. And so I am wondering because there's different Taylor Swifts. Which Taylor uh, Swift are we going to be? Right? Which era? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. So Isabel's favorite song is Enchanted. Okay. So I'm just wondering, you know, and, and I think the trick is too, you know, how do we, do we dress like the enchanted Taylor Swift from the video or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. And how do we identify her as Taylor Swift in the costume? Mm-hmm. Ooh, do, is Isabel, she open to a wig? Yes. Okay. And they had a cute idea of like writing on a sleeve or something like that, like, um, like, uh, what is it? What's the name of the uh, Speak Now? She mm-hmm. was thinking about writing, like, Speak Now, Isabel's version. <gasps> Cute. Cute. So then if she writes that, then it's pretty obvious, like, who she you is. You could totally, like, go to a thrift store and get, like, a big ball gown in any color because she has changed the colors of her enchanted dress for the different shows. Okay. And blonde wig with bangs and a number 13 on her hand because that's like a Taylor thing that she always used to do because okay. that's her lucky number. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got you. Figure yeah. So out. you're saying all this and you're like, what you need to do? And I'm thinking like, what you need? That's <laughs> I will do these things for you. I am just thinking out loud. Yes, we can make so this happen. you had offered to handle school supplies for me. I mm-hmm. ended up taking that on, so I feel like I'm kicking the. I'm. I'm. I took a rain check on the school supplies, and I will. I feel like this is slightly more labor intensive than the school supplies, but I'm gonna need help. No, but this is this is where I really. Um, this is where I can really shine. Yeah, I already told Isabel that you were taking care of it. Okay. <laughs> okay then. I was I, like, I, great, Brooke will take care of this for us. <laughs> I do predict that a lot of. Um, there will be a lot of Taylor Swifts at a Halloween, all different eras. And so. Barbies. Yes. I want to see yes. the um, the California roller skating Barbie, that oh little outfit. Gosh. I want to see kids wearing that. I mean, that is amazing, that outfit. Uh, C-Fit, last week they had like a Barbie-themed class, and I couldn't go, but everybody dressed up. And I really – I want them to do another one so I can show up and wear like leggings and a side pony and, you yes. know, all the pink. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, dressing up is so fun. (laughs) I feel like, like, do you think all of this would have, would be happening had COVID not happened? Like, are we all just so over rules and 
restrictions that now we are just leaning so far into the fun and the costumes and the dressing up for any occasion. Yeah, I think so. I think – and there was a whole article about that too, like about – I think it was talking about – it was talking about like the summer of Taylor and Beyonce and and Barbie Barbie and this liberation of sense of wanting to get dressed up and wanting to go over the top and wanting to be in community. And yeah, I think COVID definitely snapped us out of something. I think before COVID, we were all very much just sort of like hamsters on the wheel, like and like then when life just all of a sudden like life as you know it kind of screeches to a halt it changes you i think we're all different we're different as a society now in a good Uh, way agreed yeah agreed i watched um this is uh, uh, not related to anything at all great but i've been wanting to tell you that um i had heard good things about this new adam sandler movie on netflix Mm. that's actually like a teen coming of age movie it's called you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah Both of his daughters are in it um, Mm. and his wife. So it's like a whole family thing. His wife doesn't play his wife. Adina Menzel plays his wife, but then his daughters play his daughters. Mm. And one of them is 13 and she's planning her bat mitzvah. And she reminds me so much of Isabel. (gasps) Really? So you have to watch it. Yeah. Well, you and Isabel both have like similar lips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you guys have the wait lips. is this a show Beautiful or a lips. movie show it's a movie oh it's a movie okay yes but the girl his one his younger daughter that plays the um i forget what her name is now in the movie um what is her name don't remember anyway there Can't were a couple scenes you don't remember a name i but... know but okay. i can tell you everything else about the movie yeah. and who's in it and who has a cameo um but it was really enjoyable. It was just like Isabel might enjoy it too. Um, but it there were several scenes that I was like, oh my gosh, she looks just like Isabel. So you have to watch oh, that's it. That's cool. And you know why else she might really like it? She's been really fascinated lately by the idea of having a quinceanera. Oh. Because that is not I need to talk to Fernando about this because I don't believe that it's a Chilean thing. I don't I believe say. that, but it is a Latino thing. Right. And Isabel's super proud of her Latina roots. And she's like, Mom, because she was asking me, like, did my aunts in Chile have a quinceanera or did they have a sweet 16? Because she's kind of like, she's like, you know, the American side of her is sweet 16 and the Latino yeah. side of her is quinceanera, but she really wants to have a quinceanera. In five years. In five years. She's, uh, well, four. 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 Yeah. That's right. So she's already Gosh. planning it. Yeah. Okay. So she'll like this idea about the bat mitzvah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, don't let her get too many crazy ideas because <sighs> once you see the movie, it's like these are the crazy themes. Not crazy. I mean, it's it's amazing and it's it's a really great tradition. But in the movie in particular, some of these parties are like really. Oh, yeah. Um, like weddings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to work for an invitation studio where we would do these custom invitations for mitzvahs and, you know, very high-end weddings and things. And, like, the invitations would be in a box with this beautiful custom bow, and it would be hand-delivered because you couldn't (laughs) put it in the mail. And, I mean, but really amazing themes. And, yeah, it's so much fun. But so you might want to screen the movie first and be like, I'm not giving her any ideas. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Should we take a break? Let's take a little break. Okay. I'll check the helicopters. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We're back. We are. We get a countdown when we so we're recording remotely again because my life is nuts. Right I can't now. come. I can't get to Chester <laughs> County right now. I don't know. No. <laughs> um, and when we record remotely, we get a countdown five, four, three on the screen. It, it like adds a little. I don't know. Like well, something. Well, yeah. Something. Yeah. Little, little nervous butterflies in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. So Brooke, today we are going to be talking about the hero's journey. We are. 
I feel like we should have like, one, of those, like, like one of those like movie guys, you know, the, the hero's journey. Yeah. Okay. So as you know, school was canceled yesterday. So we had a lovely flexible instruction day, which means we don't get good old snow days anymore. We get when school is closed, you actually have to teach your children something. <laughs> so we got a list of things that we had to go over with them. So I took her and her friend out to McDonald's. We spread out on a big table. It was adorable, by the way, because we spread out on a big table. And I was like, all right, girls, I'll take you to McDonald's, but you got to get all your schoolwork done while we're there. Because it's not too bad. It's like a math worksheet and reading, you know, whatever. Yeah. There was this little girl sitting next to us. She was probably maybe four. And she was just staring at Isabel and Vivian the whole time like, wow. I remember when she was little, she used to just like full on stare at older girls, like, look at them. Yeah. And someday I'm going to be grown up like that. And I think like she was even, because we were reading aloud and like reading all this kind of stuff. And at one point, I mean, like we were so close to the dad by the end. He was like, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, can you watch my child? I'm surprised (laughs) she didn't just come over and sit with us. Like, I felt like I was running a preschool or something. Oh, she's like, hey, what are we learning? She's like, okay, let's talk about the hero's journey. So I, so one of the assignments that they had was to read this publication called Time for Kids, which I haven't seen before. And I know you get something really cool for Graham. That's somewhat similar. We do. Um, Maybe a year or two ago, my niece had um, the week junior. I'm holding it up as if a crinkle. Mm -hmm. crinkle. (laughs) Um, The week junior. So it's a, you know, weekly magazine and their tagline is making sense of the world. And so it's all like different current events. And there's cute little like animals of the week. There's the funniest headline of the week. Mm -hmm. But then there's, um, you know, all about the March on Washington, all about Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, photos of the week. So it's a really great, great way to expose your kids to news in a kid appropriate way. Um, I mean, sometimes Graham will be like, did you hear about this thing? I'm like, no, I did not. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Yeah, it's very bite-sized too. Bite size and like sometimes I will catch Nick reading it and he's like, "Wow!" <laughs> like, because did you know that camels can? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here's actually a thing about the movie I was just telling you about the Adam Sandler movie. There it is. But so it's great. It's um, but I love that it's just like you said, it's bite size and it's it's just on their level. So it's teaching them about current events, but I don't feel like I need to. You know, because sometimes if we watch the news, like, there's times where I'm like, okay, we're going to change this now. Like, there's things I want to monitor and they're not ready to be exposed to. Wouldn't it be fun if they had, like, a kid section of the news where it was, like, 6 to 610 and it was, like, the news and kids version or something? That would be cool. And then they could, you know, that would be cool because I feel like they would get – that's a million dollar idea, Brooke. You know why? Because only older people, the boomers, the baby boomers are the ones that watch the news. And yeah. they are concerned about this because they're going to lose their readership in, you know, in, in not so long. So, yeah, that's my million dollar idea. Okay. okay. Remember okay. MTV News? Like yes. that was kind of, I mean, that was for slightly older you know, teens. But like I used to love yes. those little snippets, like three minute Little yes. news briefs um, because it felt like they were talking to us. So, yeah, I don't know if okay. something like that exists right now. This this is going to happen. Stay tuned. Good enough-ish kids news. Good enough-ish kids news. Exactly. Done. But, Published. You know, so this this conversation is not necessarily about kids at all and it's school not. or anything. No. <laughs> but um, we're going to get there. Because it was really – well, first of all, it was really interesting to actually, you know – I'm grumbling and like, oh, I had to teach my children. But it was actually kind of cool to be like, what are they, you know, what are the tools that they're using? And so anyway, it was kind of fun to see. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And it was, you know, that joke, like everything I needed to learn, I learned in kindergarten. This Mm -hmm. article, I felt like it was like speaking to me. It was like the message that I needed to hear on that particular day. Because it's basically all about how to confront challenges. So I'm going to read this article to you, Brooke, Please because do. it's very brief. And I'll have to say that this is available. I just Googled it for free. And we're going to put this link in the show notes so you all can um, read the article, share it with your kids. There's even like a read aloud version. As Brooke mentioned, you could listen to it in the car. 
<clears throat> okay. I want to do <clears throat> this now. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Let me prepare my speaking voice. Okay. The hero's journey. Imagining yourself as the main character of a heroic adventure could change the way you feel about your life. Have you ever thought of yourself as the main character of a heroic adventure? It could be good for your health. Research suggests research suggests that imagining yourself on a hero's journey could help you achieve a more meaningful life. You might be familiar with the hero's journey. It's a common storyline in books and movies. Mulan, Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker, courageously facing their trials, all take this journey. The idea was first made popular by the mythologist Joseph Campbell. I need to learn more about Joseph Campbell. First of all, I hear about him all the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Joseph Campbell, but I have no idea really who he is. Second of all, what the heck is a mythologist? I digress. Someone, okay. Okay. Go ahead. In 1949, he published The Hero with a Thousand Faces. The book details the structure of the hero's journey. In its most basic form, a hero goes on an adventure, emerges victorious from a defining crisis, and returns home changed for the better. In a recent study, scientists at Boston College in Massachusetts found that seeing your life as a hero's journey can benefit your mental health. It can boost your confidence, especially when you're trying new experiences. Heroes thrive on danger. Maybe that's why I'm looking at the helicopter scan every six Perhaps. minutes. <laughs> that sets them off on a quest where they encounter friends and mentors and face challenges, says Benjamin Rogers, an author of the study, and they return home to benefit their community with what they've learned. The study found that seeing your life as an adventure can enhance well-being, increase satisfaction, and reduce depression. It just takes some imagination. The way people tell their life story shapes how meaningful their lives feel, Rogers says. You don't have to live a super heroic life or be a person of adventure. Virtually anyone can rewrite their story as a hero's journey. So that's the main article. And then down here, we can um, later talk about the different strategies to yeah. start imagining your life as a hero's journey. But I'd love to hear your reflections, Brooke, on this article. Well, first of all, I just love that it's written in a way that it's like it cuts out the sometimes mumbo jumbo of like the news articles that we read that sometimes like my brain can't process news at the end of the day or something. So I yes. love that this is just like simplified because it's intended for young people. Yes. Um, but it explains the hero hero's journey in a very accurate way. Um, you know, our friend Hillary Ray, who runs Tell Me a Story, mm -hmm. um, a company in Philadelphia. It's actually, let's see. Um, her website is tellmeastory.info. Mm -hmm. But Hillary's work is helping people tell their story. And she focuses a lot on like deviating from the traditional hero's journey mm -hmm. um, because like stories don't have to be monumental to be meaningful. And I mm -hmm. feel like that's reflected in what you said too. And I love that. Like we're all heroes in different ways. We don't have to be an Olympian or have overcome some huge hurdle to have an interesting story. Um, but tell me why this resonated with you particularly right now. Well, I'm also reflecting that uh, it may be a certain time of the month in my cycle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I do feel like when that happens every month, I'm like, everything is terrible. I can't figure out my life. Oh, I'm I don't know so anything about that. I'm so overwhelmed. Yeah. And then I look at the calendar and I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I was having kind of just one of those days. And then I was like, okay, like this just kind of resonated with me that like, you know, I, I feel like, and this is actually something I've been wanting to talk about on, on the podcast more. I feel like I don't do a good job of adding like humor to my life. I find myself to be kind of like a funny person, but I don't always attach that humor to, like, I feel like I tend to take myself too seriously or life too seriously or challenges too seriously. And I don't kind of and, and then I get myself all worked up and I get myself into a tailspin it, like I was actually my meditation yesterday was talking about how it's like throwing logs on a fire yeah. I feel like a lot of times when I get into these spaces where life feels really challenging I just keep throwing logs on the fire instead of like this was a really interesting reframe of being like 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 for example the other night we watched have you ever watched that movie um 
what is it called? The Nutcracker and the Four Realms or something like that. Okay, let me Google. It's so funny because it has all these like mega star. Yeah, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Isabel discovered this movie a few years ago. I hadn't even heard of it, but it has Helen Mirren. um, It has Kira Knightley, Morgan Freeman, like all these really huge actors. Okay. And it's basically a twist on the old nutcracker theme but it's clara and you know she has to save the realms and there's you know journeys and i was thinking about her like no movie she's in jail she's been captured and she's sitting there hopeless like no movie is gonna end and be like well i guess it ends here you know they got her she's in jail she's not gonna be able to do anything like she fights back and it has this whole scene where you know everything that you need is inside of you and blah 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 And I feel like that was the way that I felt like, I feel like it can be that way sometimes where I'm just like Clara in the jail, like, oh, well, I guess nothing, you know, but it's like thinking of it. we all can, yeah. Right. But reframing it like, okay, that's fine. You can kind of have your little pity party in the jail for a little while, but then kind of dust yourself off and think about how can we turn this. So this is maybe a good time to talk about some of the strategies too, but how can I turn this around? How can I kind of dust myself off and keep going on that hero's journey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny um, you had mentioned like flipping how you see an obstacle. And for me, that can sometimes be as simple as just changing the way you approach the steps like or the order of the steps in which you do something. Mm -hmm. So bear with me here. This is a story about hard-boiled eggs. Um, Yes. But I feel like this is the perfect metaphor for a lot of things in life. Okay. So years ago, Mm -hmm. I used to, I mean, I make hard-boiled eggs every week. Like I love having them on my salads and so I'm always making them. I used to put the eggs in the water, Mm -hmm. bring the water to a boil, Yes. remove from heat, cover, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's sit for 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was how I was taught to make hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Then after the 12-minute timer went off, I would drain. I would put them away. And then I would get frustrated every single day when I went to crack open a hard-boiled egg and the shell would not yeah. come off uh, correctly and to make, make a mess. It turns mm-hmm. me into like the Incredible Hulk when that happens. Yeah. Yes. Like, what, am I, what is wrong with this egg? <laughs> it can't be me. It's got to be the egg. Um And then my business partner, Terry, she makes hard-boiled eggs every morning. Mm. She makes two because she likes to eat them warm but hard-boiled as her breakfast. So she makes them every single morning. And I'm like, how how are you not facing this frustrating situation? She's like, oh, I don't know. I make them the same way I always have. She boils the water. Yes. When it comes to a boil, she adds the eggs. Mm -hmm. Then she lets them continue to boil for 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then she drains mm-hmm. and puts away. I've made this change recently as well, and it makes an enormous difference. But are you doing an ice bath? Are you difference. doing an ice bath? Are you putting the eggs in an ice bath? After? I don't do an no. ice bath. I do like I run them under cold water before okay. I handle them to put them in the fridge. But they're, it's definitely not an ice bath. That's way. That sounds like way too much work. Okay. But now the shells peel perfectly off the yes. eggs, and mm-hmm. it is. I used the same. It's the same amount of time. It's the same steps just in like a different order and it changed the whole outcome. Yes. And so I feel like that reflects a little bit of what you're talking about here. Maybe I'm, I'm well, for so sure, far because off. it's like you're like approaching a challenge with like, okay, how can I solve this problem versus like, I'm never going to be able to have perfect eggs like this, you know, like, so for example, like one of the strategies, so it lists off here five strategies. And one of the strategies is flip the way you see obstacles. And then it says going through a tough time. And yesterday at McDonald's, I'm like, oh, <laughs> going, th- going through a tough time. See your problems as challenges. Think of them as opportunities for growth and learning. A challenge is a chance to develop strength and be the hero of your own story. Um, so absolutely. I think that that was like such a great message Um and it also, you know, one of the things that helps me a lot too, the first strategy that they listen that they list here is journaling. So it says, keep a journal. Ask yourself, what makes you, you? Describe your personality and core values. Think about events in your life that made you who you are today. Then ponder the challenges that stand in your way and which allies can help you on your journey. Writing down a few sentences can help. So like, 
I do journal and sometimes like it starts off with like, oh my God. And then by the end, I've sort of been like, oh, okay. So I think I'm, it's kind of like the eggs. Like, okay, so I think I'll do this. And then, so what I'm doing isn't working. So I'll try this instead. And then voice memos, you know, the voice memos that we send back. That's almost sort of like, it's, it's voice journaling in a lot of ways. And I, and I use that a lot as well. Yeah, I know. Sometimes that is more for me than it is for you. And then after four minutes, I'm like, okay, I don't remember what I just said, but here you go. Yeah. So yeah, time for kids.com coming through with the life lesson yesterday. You know, it it also reminded me before we head to the break, it also reminded me of this, how this applies in business as well, because similar to what you were talking about with Hillary, she helps a lot of business owners tell their stories. And I read a book a couple of years ago called Story Brand um, that's all about helping businesses tell their story. And a lot of times business owners tend to position themselves as the hero. Mm-hmm. But what we really have to understand is that it's actually our clients who are the hero. And mm-hmm. we are the guides. We are the little Yoda <laughs> that's like helping them on their journey. Yeah. And that was really helpful too, because I think a lot of times, you know, you might be like, my website might be like, Amanda Jefferson is the most amazing organizer and blah, blah, blah. And you should have, but it's, it's not, but it's not about me. It's about you're the hero in your life and I'm the little Yoda that's going to show up with my wisdom and my, you know, and I'm going to help guide you on the journey too. So yeah, it's interesting just to see how, and this in story brand, it does talk about, it was like literally every single movie that you watch, you're going to see this exact formula play out every single time. (laughs) Yeah. Once you know more about identifying it. I have this book. Um, it's actually, I think it's, Am I talking about the same one, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller? Yes. Is that the same one? Okay. Yes. I have this book. Never finished it. Our friend Sarah Zero recommended it years ago, and it's been sitting on my shelf. So I need to pick it up today. Um, It's good. Yeah. Okay. Adding it to my list. Okay. Well, with that, let's take a little break. Let's do it. We'll be back. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. And we're back. And we are. And we had to kind of switch roles this week. We usually take turns. And this week was supposed, I was supposed to be the Joy Sparker. Yeah. And you were supposed to be the Do Your Future Self Favor. But we both were like, but I have a better idea for the other one. So you know what? We make the rules around here. We make the rules. We're switching it up. And I need to know what's sparking joy for you. So what is sparking joy for me right now is I basically have a uniform. I am essentially wearing the same exact thing every day, and okay. it is working for me. Is this a little different? Like, I feel like you've always had like a, not necessarily a uniform, but you've had a pretty distinct hand, or not distinct. You've had a good handle on your style mm. in terms of like, you like the Eileen Fisher, you like the flowy, you, I don't know. I feel like maybe, you know, the hero's journey is coming to my mind here. I feel like I've lost okay. my way a bit. When it comes okay. to my style, hmm. I don't know. I just felt like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, what am I putting on my body? Like, what am I doing? And so a lot of that has to do with the weight that I've gained. So I have to like, not all my clothes fit and that sort of thing. But then, you know, you remember I went to Vermont and I got very inspired by the mm. hippie culture and the hippie style there. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing now is a little bit more, it's kind of like Eileen Fisher meets Burlington, Vermont. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I am learning is that because I'm I'm dressing so basically the uniform is, and I'm sort of wearing it right now. The uniform is a black dress. And I found this Athleta dress. Oh my gosh, it is the most comfortable thing in the world. It has pockets because whenever you have a dress that has pockets, you have to tell people that it has pockets. Well, and there should be no dresses without pockets, Correct. let's be clear. It's an Eileen Fisher dress that has pockets. I'm sorry. Athleta dress that has pockets and it's incredibly comfortable. And I've been wearing like a chambray denim. Is that the way you pronounce that? 
Chambray? Chambray, so. chambray denim chambray, shirt chambray. over top of it with okay. the sleeves rolled up that had to have like a little. But then I found this. This is like an Athleta top. Okay, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. Is it Athleta or Athleta? Oh, Athleta? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure you That makes more sense because it's so athletic. I have, on, I have on a. Oh, you're not going to be able to hear me. I have on a. This is a Target kind of fitted dress. Okay. okay. And then I have this Athleta kind of top on top of it. And that, it's like, so it's, I'm doing like this flowy Eileen Fisher meets Burlington, Vermont. And, or I wear, so this is a different black dress. So I'm wearing black dress with either chambray over top of it or this shirt. And I'm finding that if you put earrings on and lipstick, you're you good. can be basically wearing anything yeah. because the earrings and the lipstick are saying, like, I'm here, I showed up. Um, and I'm ready to party. This is an intentional outfit. Yeah. And um, and so that's been working. And then also I have leaf earrings. And I feel like whenever time you put the leaf earrings on, also that says, I'm easy, I'm flowing, I'm nature. Easy breezy. I'm easy easy. I mean, there's different. I'm easy breezy. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's okay if you're also easy. I'm not judging anyone's choices. But that's not necessarily the message that the leaves leaves are sending. But the leaves are sending, like, (laughs) I'm embracing my hippiness. And I do also think the yellow Birkenstocks are sending the message of, I know this is weird and I don't care. And the like, yellow is making a, a, a color statement. statement, and it goes nicely with the teal of the shirt. You know how I feel about teal yes. and yellow together. It's a winning combination. Yes. So mm-hmm. I feel like because Eileen meets Burlington could go slouchy. It could go sloppy. So when you have something that's kind of loose and flowing, you got to do the earrings, you got to do the lipstick, and maybe kind of a bold shoe, because then you're like, I'm not slouchy. This is all on purpose. On purpose style. So that is it. my new. And then I think I'm going to be able to like multi-season this because there's a lot of layers happening. So I mm-hmm. feel like with this outfit that I have on right now, I could throw on boots. Add some leggings and booties and you're done. And you're done. Mm-hmm. Or some Kizik's, Amanda. Cause... Or, yeah, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, Brooke, and do you know where this all started was, um... When I was trying to get back from Burlington, Vermont, and I kept on, the flights were delayed and all this kind of stuff, and I ended up in Washington, D.C. in a hotel for like 12 hours without my luggage or any clothing, I walked myself 20 minutes in 95-degree weather to the local TJ Maxx, and I found a dress and a chambray um, shirt, and I had my Kizik's on, and I was like, damn, this looks cute. (laughs) Yeah, emergency outfit. This yeah. Is, it was yeah, cute. Yeah, working That's girl where, meets 2023. Right. I was like, okay, Eileen Fisher meets Burlington. Let's do this. And it, that was where it all started. That's great. I'm glad your uniform is sparking joy and you're having fun with it. And I totally agree with, like, the earrings and lipstick thing. I still am searching for the perfect lipstick color. Mm. Haven't quite found. I, I I have one that I do wear, like, on the daily. But I'm like, is this my color or not? I don't know. I need to, like... Do you bring your color guru card to the pharmacy? I do. I have done that. But then the way that the color looks in the tube Mm. is not Mm -hmm. the way the color Mm -hmm. looked on my lips. Mm -hmm. I did that like once and I was like, nope, this is absolutely not the color that I was supposed to be going for. Because you know how like it kind of changes when it's on your lips, especially if it's like a lip gloss versus a lipstick versus a lip stain. Like they all kind of go on differently. So honestly, I just need to like go to Sephora and have someone help me like test a million things. Because that's what you need to do. I don't love the like testers that they have at the. Yeah. You know how there's like Sephora inside Coles now. Yes. Have you seen this? Okay. Yes. Um, I think like all of the Coles have them now. Yes, and now targets are getting Ulta's. Yes, which is kind of funny. Our Target is like next door to an Ulta store, so I don't know how if they're gonna just abandon that idea since there's already an Ulta next door. But I just need I need someone to help me. But I am. 
a hundred percent into the idea of like earrings wrapping up an outfit, and that's why I lo- I still love my Saffron Creations earrings created from tins because they're yes. a statement piece and they're colorful. And well, the next can... time you should come over, you come over, we could have like a little lipstick testing party because you and I are both min- moonlit winters, and that's true. I have tested. I'm putting on some lipstick now. I've tested. I've always felt like you can do a statement lip better than I. But can are you here. are you willing to do a statement lip? Are you willing to do a darker? I don't know if it looks good. I think good. this is new for me. I've not been willing to do a statement limp, limp, limp lip <laughs> until I got my colors done and then I was – I felt okay. emboldened. I think my thing is that like I have large and dark eyebrows and so I've always just like focused on the eyes mm-hmm. and then the lips have been like an afterthought. So yeah. I want to have like a bold lip that doesn't – make me look overly made up mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I also have a lot of eyes going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't know. Yes. We'll figure it out. We'll okay. figure it out. But We're yes, I would like out. to test some. I would feel more comfortable testing your lipsticks than the ones that who knows who has touched them in Sephora. Who knows? Okay, that'll who be fun. Knows. Okay. All right. What are you doing to do your future self a favor right now? Okay, so we did this the other day, and I'm going to give Nick credit for this because he actually did it. I just had to assign it to him. Mm-hmm. The weekend before school, you know, Labor Day weekend, three-day weekend, I was like, we're getting stuff done around yes. this house. I was yes. doing all the laundry, cleaning all the things. It still somehow looks messy, but I cleaned it. <laughs> um, and I said to Nick that morning, I said, today, I need for you to take all of the blankets from this uh-huh. living room and take them to, la- to the laundromat. And wash them and dry them and bring them home. Uh This took like maybe an hour and a half tops total. We live not far from a laundromat. He did have to figure out like the quarter situation. They still don't take credit cards, which I'm like. Which I kind of love. I kind of love. Do you? Yes. It's like the last stand. (laughs) I love laundromats. Love them. Well, so I had nothing to do with it, but he and Graham walked up there. I just threw all the blankets in like my big Ikea bag and I said, here you go. Because it was just like, I'm like sweaty kids all yeah. summer no like yeah. these have to be washed now did you throw in your um bed blankets or you not were... yet okay okay i That's did say two. can phase we do two. the kids comforters too and he's like let's focus on the living room blankets today the next trip to the laundromat will be all the comforters and, and bedspreads okay um but this was just like such a time saver because if I try to wash these blankets at home, I can do like one or two at a time Yeah. in our washing machine. The dryer takes forever. And then I'm cleaning out the lint thing. You know, it's like this. I mean, I will say that he was like, wow, the laundromat is like not inexpensive. And it's yeah. really taking advantage of disadvantaged people who don't have a washer dryer. So that's a whole other conversation. Mm. He's like, wow, this is kind of a racket obviously it's it you know it was no problem for us but it's like wow when you realize how much it costs to do a load of laundry for yeah. people that don't have a washer dryer anyway yeah. again different conversation but um it just it you know it cost what 10 bucks it was fast and the everybody was like amazed by the time he got home the blankets were still like on fire they were so warm <laughs> and it was just great it was like boom done so my do your future self a favor tip is remember the laundromat remember the laundromat and i actually have to give my friend stacy who you know credit for this because like a year or two ago i was like randomly texted her one day she's like oh i'm at the laundromat washing all of my bedding and i was like that is genius yes why did I, I not think of it before? I know. It's such a time saver. It's so efficient. I have a client who has two washers and two dryers. Oh, living so the she, dream. She has like a little mini laundry mat and it's really nice. It's so efficient to just be able to get it all done so quickly. That is amazing. Yeah, because, you know, laundry is the bane of my existence. So Yeah, I did fold outside. I did fold from the dryer the other day, and that mm-hmm. was nice. That was mm-hmm. nice. I really enjoyed that. Good. I'm so glad. It's <laughs> just the little things in life that make yeah. us happy. Amanda, since we've been offline here recording, are there any helicopter updates you need to share? Um, any? Brooke, I've been, I thought you would never ask. Um, okay. So let's see what's happening. Here. Have Let they me. caught him yet? Um, I'm Googling Chester County escape. So there is a plane that's flying over, but I think it's mostly just like a nosy dude because he's not doing circles. Look so at this 
on Wait, my hold on. Let me come back to you. What? Like I just searched for Chester County Prison Escapee. Uh-huh. Like look uh-huh. at yeah. look at that flight um mm-hmm. whatever Pat- history. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like a bunch of squiggly lines all over the same area. Anyway, yeah. nope, he hasn't so, been found yet. Actually, so let's see this helicopter. What's he doing over there? Oh, so now that guy that I showed you earlier, he is now doing circles over a completely different area. He might be stopping to like refuel, but now he's over, he was doing bazillion circles and now he's in a completely different area. So when you see that, you're like, oh my God, was there another sighting? Is he, you know, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Until you get on to the live Twitter feed. (laughs) Well, because if it's on Twitter, it's got to be true, right? Or X, are we calling it X now? Well, that's Stupid the thing. It is X, that. but what what do they call the things? Because they're tweets, but or right, they're X's. still calling it's it's so it's dumb. So stupid. I I finally like, I had made my Twitter feed private years ago. I mean, I I used to tweet what like twelve years ago when Twitter like kind of first became a thing, and then I just found it way too overwhelming visually. I hated it. It was just, bleh. um. So I had like kind of locked down my Twitter account, but I still had a business Twitter account. Yes. Once the name changed and all the Elon Musk stuff happened, I was like, nope, just totally. I just deleted our accounts. Yes. For Balance Bound, for my <laughs> personal account. I'm like, I, I don't want it to be. Well, I just realized anymore. like my Twitter account, like I've literally, I don't think I've ever sent a tweet. Um, Or maybe I've sent like one, but it's Indigo Philly. You don't send a tweet, you tweet. You tweet. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tweeted. And mm-hmm. but last night as I'm watching this live feed, I accidentally retweeted it. So it's no. basically like I have two tweets in my life. One of them is like, hey, I'm an organizer. And the second one is <laughs> convicted murderer live feed. And yeah. apparently you can't I couldn't figure out how how to delete the retweet. You can delete the retweet. I couldn't figure it out. They make it tricky, but I can help you through that oh, if we need right. to. Because I look air. like a crazy person. I mean, what am I doing anyway? Oh, Amanda, it's been a joy. As always. My question, Brooke, for you before we wrap this up is, what if this guy's on the loose for like two months? I mean, he can't be, right? There was, if he's on the there loose was for a that guy. Long. There was a guy that was on the loose for two months. And I don't think they closed schools and all that kind of stuff because I don't I, I don't know what. But what, yeah, I mean, like what that's my question. Well, at some point, if he's on the loose for long enough, he's not gonna be in Chester County anymore, right? But I'm just saying, put the moms in charge. Put the moms put, in charge. Listen, get some third graders out there with their recorders. Let's just drive him. To mad, drive him mad. Yes. And and he'll come out and surrender. Yeah. I mean, because they're, yeah, they're trying to exhaust him, but they don't know how exhausting it is to hear two four-year-olds fighting. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, they right. like they, they don't know the power of whining. No. They don't know, you know, so like, let's get that, let's get that out there. Right. And let's get the kids back to school so you no longer have to um, manage your child's full day education but i'm getting life lessons here and that's you know that's that's what it all comes back to the time what what's it called hero's journey no no the magazine the actual oh time for kids time for kids or they they showed up for me when i needed them most yeah great all right everybody wish me luck over here hopefully by the time this airs i uh i'll be sunbathing in my i'll be forest bathing (laughs) Without an escaped killer <laughs> nearby. All right. All right. Well, good times, soon. everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough Ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.